I have to apologise for the late release of this week's episode. I had some uh, immigration frolics going on. So here we are. Welcome to the show. This is a healthy obsession. Disgraceful. <laughs> Did you just say the name of the podcast? Yeah, so this is a healthy obsession. All right, I, I couldn't tell if uh, I missed that or not. No, you should listen better. Well, I thought you said that we weren't going to introduce the show like that anymore. People should just know what they're listening <laughs> That's to. That's a good point. I was just going to say you should actively listen better, but apparently you have been. Yeah, this is the podcast that you shouldn't need reminding of the name. The podcast with no name. Well, as a name. You just should know it. Unspoken name. Yeah, the, the podcast, the, the name shall not be spoken. Yeah. It's like the game with no name. <laughs> I'd like to quickly clarify what I've just said. Uh, immigration frolics could very easily be misconstrued. Yeah, you're getting um, deported. Yeah, no, I'm not getting deported. Hopefully. I'm not in any immigration trouble, <laughs> just so you know. Yet. I uh, I happen to misplace my green card on my travels this summer, as you may or may not have heard. Um, so I'm getting a replacement. But I had to go to the immigration office yesterday and redo my fingerprints and get a new picture. Um, how, but, how did it go? But we were sitting in the office here, in the uh, studio I should say, and uh, me and Adam were you know, chatting before the show, Tuesday morning, and I think we were talking about like border agents, and into my head I just went, I've got an immigration interview at one, <laughs> what time is it? And Adam went, five past twelve, <laughs> shit. So I had to leg it, go home, get my paperwork, drive downtown, got there right at one o'clock, got my fingerprints scanned. And now I'm back in the system. Was it busy? No, you, you have appointments for a reason, so they limit oh, the number of people there. So, gotcha. uh, But God, that was a scramble. I'm really glad I didn't miss it. Yeah, that would have been... They, they don't view that kind of thing kindly. No. Next time you go, Talk it'll be like six months for another appointment. Right. Talk yeah. about some divine, I don't know, intervention. But that came into my head, like, bang. I was like, I've got to go. And you're like, what? You're doing too much stuff. There's a lot, a lot on the plate. Can you hire a personal assistant? I'd like one. What are some of the things that you delegate to a personal assistant? Oh, fantastic. Can they run training sessions? <laughs> That's just your job. Yeah, can they just do all my work? <laughs> I'll just drink. I'll make the coffees. Would you take, let's say, like half of your wages to do 50% less work? No. 25% less? Maybe. And then just delegate and then you get to no. I'd get your time back. And yeah. I'm a terrible delegator. Yeah, you are. I'm bad at it. Yeah, you're very like, bad. Like I will, I'll, I'll do. I'm, I'll just do it. That's why, my. Why do you think that is? Why I don't do you think know. you're bad at delegating? Of, you know what? I'm start as I'm getting older. I'm starting to think I'm a bit of a control freak. You're definitely a control. Bit freak. of a control definitely. freak. Definitely. Which I hate thinking of that, <laughs> but I definitely am. Nobody. I'm OCD. I'm a control freak. <laughs> I want it done my way. I'd rather roll up my sleeves. Don't fuck it up. I'll just do it. And it's only going to get worse as you get older. Yeah, it's God. very hard to renege and, and get away from those habits as you get older. I need rewiring. Yeah, you do. How do you do that? Psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd work out well. Heroin. They just don't care about anything. <laughs> Sh- yeah. Shouldn't joke about that, really, should it? Probably not. So, yeah, I mean, I think that you're definitely... Uh, you're, the thing is, you're a very hard worker... But that makes you not want to delegate. Seems like you want. You think that if you delegate, that it won't get done as well as you can do it. Or you're being lazy. Or you're being lazy, but that can be counterproductive, right? Yeah, because correct. then you're not putting your skill set into things that deserve your skill set. 
you're spreading yourself 80% quality across many things rather than 100% quality across few things. And this is the intriguing thing because you know that you're a smart man. Oh, no, yeah, listen, isn't that everyone's downfall? You, you, have good, you, you give good advice, but you don't take your own advice. That's why teachers are teachers. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, t- you teach what you need to be taught. Yeah. That's why you're like football coach, because you don't know anything about football. Because I'm rubbish. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm rubbish. <laughs> I always find that probably the most intriguing about managers, because now you're seeing a big wave of very good footballers become managers. Yeah. Whereas, you know, your Jose Mourinho's, your Wenger's, are the kind of poster boys of not being very, even Alex Ferguson, not great footballers, and went on to be some of the greatest coaches. Right. And I always wondered, in a professional setting, do players... Uh, does it does it register with players? Obviously not, because those three did really well. But what what do you think? Even uh, like at the level you coach at, do you think there's ever a do time you need to have been a player? I guess that's the question. Yeah, it's kind of getting a long way around to get into it. Yeah, get to the point, mate. <laughs> what do you? What is your question? Um, <laughs> Take control, Tom. <laughs> lead this. Lead yeah, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do this. You <laughs> yeah, fucking you. You're quiet. ruining it. I'll I'm, I'm going to mute it. this. <laughs> um, no, I mean no, because you you say that, but Klopp wasn't much of a player. Um, was he not? I thought he did all right. He was average, wasn't he? he wasn't a superstar. Well, was he at Schalke or something? He wasn't a superstar, was he? By any means? No. Tuchel was he much of a player? Don't or, know. Although I don't know how long he's gonna have a job. Um, <laughs> Gerard, who was a player, is struggling at Villa right now. Lampard has struggled in his managerial career, in my opinion. He was he was decent at Chelsea, got pushed out. Derby Everton, did okay. Derby did okay, but I mean he's he's a decent manager. But is he also getting the rubber the green or the benefit of the doubt because of his playing career well I think that there's another conversation I think he, they got those jobs because of Cold their presence yeah. right because there's, there was a set of players that retired before that that got really dodgy jobs yeah. that you know like Paul Ince was at like Macclesfield yeah. and like they, they there was no way that those guys were walking in because they were the, the last generation kind of pre-superstar if you will yeah there are two sides to the argument for me Zidane so Zidane so did alright yeah the football experience I think cannot be replicated for someone that hasn't had playing experience because you play for many managers you get to learn different styles of management you're in the training environment you understand what it's like to be a player which I think is a big part of management mm. you have to have that empathy and that understanding of what's the player going through in order to manage someone that's in any any management role any industry mm. if you don't understand the audience that you're working with or that you're you're serving because as a manager you basically serve your people right I'm trying to help them be successful right. if you don't understand what they're doing on a day to day basis it's very hard to do that you don't have that connection so I think having playing experience is you can't replicate that now on the flip side managers that don't have playing experience do a lot of extra education work they work in clubs they do all the experience to try and bridge that gap so you get people with different backgrounds going into management almost but different experiences and I think both could be successful um, you look at Brendan Rodgers wasn't a player but he worked with under 10s under 11s under 12s went through the academy process obviously he's a world class manager so th- I don't think there's any one way to get to the top it's just how do you go about bridging those gaps that maybe you don't have the playing experiences maybe you don't have the managing experiences that's the way it is. So, do you think you think anyone that applies themselves to uh, the, the educational piece of it yeah. can can move all the way up the ladder now? Yeah, hundred percent. Hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. If you could work under any one manager, who would you pick right now? Ooh, Current managers. Current manager. You know, like Rogers was under Mourinho, right at Chelsea. If you could be like be mentored, 
yeah, you could go be an assistant or uh, even just part of the coaching staff at a manager's club right now. I think you'd have to be under Pep Guardiola. Have to be Pep. I think it would have to be because of just the the detail and the way his energy and you look at what Arteta's starting to do at Arsenal now. I mean, it's it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it is good. I wouldn't go under Klopp because whining would drive me nuts, although it'd be quite interesting. I think I'd actually like to be under his assistant, Pep, Pep Linders. I mm. think he's the a big part of the brains under Klopp. So, so that, yeah, I, I think that would just be interesting, I think, because of the Klopp, Klopp seems like it would be a bit more of a, a an adventure, a bit mm-hmm. more exciting. Pep's would be a bit more scientific. I wouldn't mind being under Conte. But I think under Conte, he's a managerial... Rain. He's only a two or three year man, and yeah. I think you want to be like Pep. Can he's he's got longevity with players, and that's the piece I think you need as a manager. Yeah, Conte, you've got to move house every two yeah, years, right? Get out of a job. <laughs> yeah, you're in London, and then you're moving back to Italy. Uh, that would be all right, though, I suppose. I was gonna say it's not. Te- you're not. You're not ruining it's not terrible. it. Yeah, you're not making it sound terrible. I, I was thinking, like, when managers like that, you just run out of places to go. <laughs> they don't. There's <laughs> always do somewhere in there. Always somewhere to go. Yeah. Do you want to talk about football? There's loads of football. It feels like the season after COVID, where there was just games every couple of days. It's I looked fine. I looked at the schedule yesterday and there's games pretty much well, what, two, three every two or three days. Because we've got a World Cup coming up. World Cup. There's a World Cup coming up. I know, a couple months. It's nearly September. Couple months, don't September, October, World Cup. Yep. Think about that. We're gonna have a big party. You are or we are. We are. Am I invited? No. I love how I find out about things on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to have a big Betfred party. Really? Yeah. Where? Fabric and Tempe. You remember where Jamie and Alison got married? Yeah. Oh, nice spot. Yeah. Hello. It's not official yet, but I think it's going to happen. You put it out live now. Betfred, like, Betfred are going to pay us to have a football party. Unbelievable. They may never do <laughs> Should it Should we do a live podcast? Do you know I've been watching on Netflix, just mm. kind of squeezing in here and there. Mm. I've been watching Woodstock 99. Which it's was great. Which, it was just the worst organised event of all time. Do you reckon we can top it? Can we have someone document this party? I think that that, that documentary sums up... <laughs> what most people especially in the event space but also just general business yeah. don't know what they're doing they yeah. have no idea what? what they're doing and they're fucking winging it yeah that that's that's probably a bit scary in certain circumstances but i even think that goes all the way up to like the government mm-hmm. and people in official positions yeah. just throw shit out there and hope fucking it works out clueless yeah and then you've got a couple of very, very smart sort of chess-playing people that know exactly what they're doing, but they are they are very far, few and far between. I'm pretty sure a lot of new protocol and uh, <laughs> guidelines went into place after that 99 Woodstock. It, it was, that was mental. Carnage. I was watching a part of it, and I, I gave me chills because I thought, fuck, imagine being in the middle of that now. Horrible. I think, like, Limp Biscuit was yeah. playing, and I was just watching, like, oh, no. Honking. Oh, just, you're just getting trampled, yeah. and oh. And the, the worst of the band just were egging it on. Yeah, they were just rallying <laughs> The band them up. were just rallying it up. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's, Burn it's this very place good. down. <laughs> so that's going to be the World Cup party. If England, when, England, when England inevitably lose to the USA, so that, the fabric's getting burned down. So that weekend, England play USA on Black Friday Do at it. lunchtime. Brilliant. And Mexico play Argentina on Saturday at lunchtime. Outstanding. We're going to rent the so place. So we've got, we've got Thanksgiving. Yeah. Black Friday. Well, Thanksgiving Saturday. Eve, there'll be games as well. It's a three day. Yeah. So, should we talk about any uh, other football? Or? Yeah, let's go. Let's go into some football. 
All right, let's let's pedal back to the weekend because there's, there's games yesterday. There was games today. Um, loads going on. Why, why don't we start with um, why don't we start with Man City? Because that was a pretty interesting game. They got a four-two win over Crystal Palace. They were two 0 down, and I, I, same as the week before against Newcastle, where they were three-one down, and they've come from a, a two-goal deficit. Do you think this is a bit of a complacent uh, mindset that just because they're so good? No, I don't think so. I think both goals were offset pieces, weren't they? Yes, headers, def- deflection. Yep. Yeah, the second mm-hmm. one was definitely a header. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, it was John Stones on goal the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's complacency. I think the response tells you it's not necessarily complacency. But I tell you what, they got out of fucking jail. Do you, do you want to? I, I want to hear your opinion on the uh, the goal that was disallowed yeah. for Palace at two 0 up. Edison rolling the ball out. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm giving that as a, a free kick. They pulled that back and Palace scored from it. So, so the problem the problem with it was that the referee blew his whistle before it went in, so there was no opportunity for a VAR review. Right. Which for me, that's fucking shit. I think if that's the other way around, I'm not saying it's a Man City, but I think it's a big, big quote unquote big team bias. There's no way if that's the other way around, City don't get that goal. They're given that goal. I think it's a bigger problem than that. I think it's goalkeepers are so protected these days. That's so bullshit. Protected. He threw the ball. The he, ball's out. He released hands. the ball. Now they'll say that he encroached within a certain distance yeah. and, and and this and that. But you know what? I, 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 like old, I like the old school rule when I was growing up of if the ball's not in the keeper's hands, it's a free ball. Yeah, you remember when there was someone hiding behind the keeper yeah, and yeah, just yeah. chuck it up to kick it and someone just dink it Crawling around. <laughs> I think if the keeper's making a stupid mistake like that, then you get he should get punished. Yeah, and at 3-0, I do think that's Palace's points. I think 3-0 killed that game. At least a point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. you got to think you get away with a 3-3 draw, 3-0 up away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you would hope so, anyway. And, it, and it, it, it completely sort of, that that changed the momentum of the game a little bit. Um, Big time. And then, and then you think, you know, City get one and then it's the Erling Haaland shot, you know. He was, he was phenomenal after that. What did you think about his boot to the face of, uh, I think it was uh, Anderson? Red card. You give a red for that? Mate, there's been reds for less than that. that that's a very high aggressive foot yeah. and not even a yellow. No. Not even a yellow card. And you couple that with the goal not being allowed, you start thinking, hmm. I'd say at a minimum it's a yellow and... Possibly, you're saying it's a red. It's dangerous play. It is dangerous play. You raise your foot up that high, and 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 if you you raise your foot up that high, you risk it anyway. It's mm. like it's like hands. You put your hands above your head, you're at risk. You put your foot up that high, you're at risk. Then you make contact with someone. I mean, you've got for me, you've got to go for that. You, you inherit the risk. Definitely. All right, no, I, I agree with so, you there. That annoys me. So then, and then Holland, Holland's bad uh, a hat trick. Hat trick after it. Do you remember when I said he was going to be shit this year? I know, has he scored yeah. 10 already? Yeah, he's already absolutely flying. He's already in double By figures. far the best striker in the Premier League. Yeah, and he's, he's and City just seemed to be sort of meshing into his style of play. Yes. Like there's some Tom's sorry. chugging coffee. Sorry, sorry yeah. my, 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 my coffee, this does sound like maracas, listen. <laughs> what it is, is unfucking professional. Do you know what it is? It's fucking Starbucks ripping me off because there's about a third of that cup is coffee and the two thirds ice. I hate that. It's not good, is it? I don't. I didn't come in and pay six dollars for a cup of ice, did I? Oh, it's not good. It's criminal. Rip off. Look how much. Look how much ice is in that. You want to support a local coffee shop, maybe, mate, instead of a fucking Starbucks. Yeah, but most of the local ones don't have drive-throughs, and this is America, <laughs> where I don't want to no. get out of my car. Not getting out of my car. You know what I mean? Yeah, Principles. No, no, no. You're right. You're well you want my, your rights. You want my business? 
put a, put a window you've in got, the side of your building and serve me from there. You've got a green card. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> All right, um, let's uh, let's move on from City because they're you know, annoying. Roughly my feathers. Yep. Uh, Brighton and Leeds was a decent game. It was a little stuffy, but Brighton got a uh, a decent one. And uh, yeah, Leeds, your second team. Are they my second team? Yeah, you never stop talking about them. Um, I thought they'd get a result again against Brighton. I think yeah, I put that on the uh, you put that on air on air yeah, on the pod. Um, and they didn't. Brighton, what good team? I think Leeds have hit a bit of a stumbling block. We'll talk about them in a minute as well. With yesterday, they got a draw with Everton, didn't they? Yeah, they, home. they drew with Everton, and I think they'll be disappointed in the second half because they yeah. were very good in the second They're half. Leeds, yeah, Leeds should have got something out of it. And the ref called the game really urgently. Like it was probably a minute shy of what it should have been. Really? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Marsh weren't happy. Really? Yeah. Well, Jesse, Jesse Marsh is quite a. Uh, I, I, well, I knew he was going to be a, uh, a big character in the league, but he's coming almost like unapologetically, I'm going to fucking be here. And I'm gonna speak my mind, and he, he's he's wild on the sidelines, isn't he? It's kind of the only way that he could go because if he didn't, and he was too timid, it would be like, oh, the, Amer- the Americans not you know like well, getting stuck into it, and he's not passionate enough. But if you think back to like uh, Bob Bradley when he was at Swansea, he was like very stoic, mm-hmm. quiet, didn't say much. Like he's almost the polar opposite of the American, like wild American. But I think Leeds fans are buying into it because. At least you can look at him and go, I know he gives a shit. Like, he, he has his heart on his sleeve. I love managers like that. I think that's great. So they, so they got a one-all draw today, but they lost against Brighton. So they're not in a, in a bad spot, and they're actually playing pretty well. So I don't think uh, too much to worry about for Leeds. But, um, but Brighton, Brighton, fourth in the league. Yeah, they, they did lose today, though, I believe. No, they did drew with... Oh, they lost. No, no, they lost to Fulham yesterday. Bad loss. Yeah, bad loss. Mitrovic it's just can't stop. <laughs> Two strikers in the Prem, Mitrovic and Haaland. Haaland. No, United need to go and get Mitro. He'd <laughs> be rubbish for you lot. It's outrageous. His goal scoring record is unbelievable. He scored like 101 goals. But his it's last fun. like 60 games or 55 games, he's like averaging a goal a game. Yeah. It's insane. The worst signings. What a beast. Yeah, he's a, he's a player. Um, we can touch on this, but not really because of the result. But Liverpool won 9 0 against Bournemouth. Yep. Scotty Parker, that was the final nail in the coffin. That wasn't the final nail in the coffin. Let's talk about that one. Go on then. So he's been fired. I'm about to sneeze. Can you hear my nose? Yeah. What's wrong with you? I guess. Have you got a cold? What you? I've got allergies. Yeah, me too. Every time I come in this room, they fire up. Well, the uh, AC's off because of the you. sound. Because people complain about the sound. I'm allergic to you. <laughs> this podcast. Allergic to bullshit. Um, no, Scotty Park has not been fired for his, his performance on the pitch. Because let's be honest, they, oh, yeah. they, they, they beat, they've played four games. They beat Villa. They've been smashed by Liverpool, which could have been closer. That's an ugly one, but you don't smashed be fired City. for that. City are beating you. And they played Arsenal. So you played three of the big ones and fucking Villa. He won the game he's supposed <laughs> to win. So he didn't get fired for that. Did you read the statement from Bournemouth? No, tell me. I oh, did not see it. Oh, I'll tell you. Tell me. That's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> Inform the, the public, Thomas. I'll tell you as soon as I pull it up on my phone. Okay. So here we go. It says... So there's a statement, obviously, gone out um, as to why they've released him from the chairman. And it's clearly because he's been bitching and whining and moaning and, and pissing after every game. Um... 
about the recruitment policy. He, he clearly doesn't think his squad's good enough to compete in the Prem, which... Which it's not. Which is not. But, <laughs> but I think you've got to have a responsibility as a manager to represent the club in the right way and be smart in what you say. And I think he just became whiny. Yeah, but so, does that does that not put pressure on the club then to go and make some signings? Well, it does, but it doesn't. If, it's, if you've already had conversations behind the scenes where you've been told, we don't have the money or we're not going to spend the money, do what you can with what you've got. Mm. I think at that point you have to go, well... I've either got to walk from the job because this isn't going to work for me or I've got to work within the parameters of what I've given. Mm. You can't stamp your feet like a child and go, well, this isn't good enough. It's like... Well, you can, but you get sacked. <laughs> but here we are. So the statement, what's interesting, he says, uh, Chairman said, however, in order for us to keep progressing as a team and a club as a whole, it is unconditional that we are aligned in our strategy to run the club sustainably. So obviously he's asking for money that they don't think is realistic to use mm. we must also show belief in and respect for one another let's be honest he's they're saying he's not respecting the club I don't think he's being very respectful of the team in the way he talks about it and it's got it's got catching on fire written all over it so they've gone fuck it you don't align I actually I actually don't mind it you don't align with what our values and our beliefs are move on we'll but find someone that does but surely that should have been a conversation that they've had clearly it has been but he keeps talking publicly so it gets to the right. point where you go you know what you really aren't buying into what we were about piss off get up the road we'll, <laughs> we'll bring in Sam Allardyce and we'll finish 17th what's, this season what's Steve Bruce up to Brucey Brucey I'd love a collab I'd love to see a collab Hodgson get I, Hodgson I can't in. say the word collaboration <laughs> why have I had a struggle with that <laughs> I'm not. I'm not terrible with words. Um, I'd love to see a collaboration. <laughs> Why does it sound so no, weird today? No, it sounds funny. Co yeah, say it again. Collaboration. <laughs> it's a fucking weird word. That everyone listens. So everyone say it out loud with me. Collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah, um, you can't say that word properly. I'd like a. You're actually saying it properly. It just sounds weird. I'd like a collaboration. <laughs> Um, between like three or four <laughs> managers can you imagine if they went you know what we can't decide we're going to have Brucey we're going to have Allardyce get Roy Hodgson in there who else would you have as a little team like, I'm, I'd like to see it over the course of a season though. Yeah. so split into quarters no 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 no. I like it if they're all on the bench together. at the same time like a proper like imagine you could have like five <laughs> managers at any club at any level it'd be yeah. brilliant yeah. get Hodgson in there Hodgson in there Harry Redknapp Harry Redknapp Hodgson he used to be a Bournemouth Big Sam back. Big Sam Brucey. Yeah. Brucey. Who, Who else? Did have? What's his name that just retired? Just retired? Neil Warnock. A oh, Warnock in there. <laughs> what, a, what a squad of managers that'd be in one club. Managing the team. That'd be great. It'd be brilliant. It would be amazing. I think that's what we should do from now on. So so go back to Fulham. Fulham that's a good win against Brian. Brian would be going, going uh, gangbusters, but Fulham did lose against Arsenal on uh, Saturday. Un oh. Unfortunate, because they led against Arsenal. I thought Arsenal were pretty bang average up until... Last 20 30 minutes, they sort of turned it on, but Fulham were pretty much in control of that game at Arsenal. Fulham were in control, I agree, and I think that Fulham will be disappointed they didn't get a point. But yeah. Arsenal, when, they, when Fulham scored, I thought now we're going to see what Arsenal are about a little bit because I think that was the first time they've been behind this season, correct? So, so uh, it was a, a good response for them, though 100%. I mean, listen, they're. they're that's what Arteta, I don't know if you watch much of the All or Nothing and some of his cheesy little I haven't seen it. Pep Guardiola style is it conversations. Good? <sighs> is it better than the Tottenham one? No, I don't think they've done a good job with it, to be honest. I think they've been very, uh, they've left out a lot of the shit moments. Um, but Arteta's obviously installed, all he's focused on is character. You see, some of the, he's got rid of some of the, the big time Charlies. 
you know, your champagne footballers, and he's gone for like I want hard-working players that are bought into what we're doing, and he's changed the culture. And that that game last year, they'd have lost two or three nil. Right. This year, they've come back and won two one. So he's he's credit to them. He'll be delighted with that. Now, what I did, did you see the comments from Jeff Stelling? <coughs> oh, you've got to go watch, listen to this. If anyone else hasn't listening, just Google Jeff Stelling Arteta. Is it Je- no, not Jeff Stelling? Um, who's the geezer that works with Being Sports that got fired from Sky? With Andy, Andy. but who's the other one? Richard Keys. Richard Keys. Richard Keys butchers Arteta. So at the full time whistle, the being sport are following the Arsenal, and they're talking about the Arsenal fans celebrating, the Arsenal players celebrating like they won the league. Mm. And he starts going on Arteta, and he's like, I don't get it. I, 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 he's, he's this and that, and he's like, you know, he's celebrating like he's won the league, and this is ridiculous. He goes, he's a, he's a uh, what did he say? He's I can't stand him as a manager. It's not like that. Really? It's what uh, Keys said. Absolutely butchers him, but it's like they're, they're, Keys they're a Spurs fan. <laughs> he's, he's like they're four games in and they're over celebrating. He's like they're going to live to regret this, which is what they've done. They did it at the beginning of last year. There was a period where they were really good. They went on like ten in a row yeah. last season. And, and Maybe not were, wins, but they went ten or twelve yeah. unbeaten last season, and they got carried away. Oh, yeah. And uh, I can see it from Arteta point of view because he's building a culture and that belief but it was it was a bit over the top you've come from behind at home to be newly promoted Fulham well yeah and I, I agree that there's been a lot of over celebrating yeah. already and look they're four and four I think it's the the mentality and the cultural shift that they're celebrating because even around that ground yeah it, it sounds like the fans are enjoying it. The, yeah. Like the entire mood of the clubs changed in the last year, so yeah. that's worth celebrating. Two things from this game: one is funny. One I want your opinion on. One is uh, the ball rolling to Arteta, picking the ball up in the technical area and throwing it into uh, the like it was a uh, throwing for Fulham, and he chucks the ball away from the player. Did he? Yeah. I, what'd you I think that's scumbag. Would right? you do that? No, I wouldn't throw it away. You, you know, hand it to him. Actually, you know what? I did that at the World Cup. Do you remember? Sixty-six. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, that was warranted. That's scumbag. I didn't throw it away. I slapped. <laughs> I helped it on slap the player Sweet. I'll give you the picture here we were playing Germany and we'd had a decision go against us and it was a quarter final of the World Cup and to be fair I felt bad about it because it's not me but the ball was bouncing <laughs> and I jumped and I pro- <laughs> listen it was quite high I probably could have maybe brought it down but I jumped and almost did a shit catch and like pushed it into the stand <laughs> so I did do that but no honestly what I normally do now is I, I won't give it to the player I'll stop it and let them right. come get it. Just Bloody put my foot on it, stop it, you come get it. I'll tell you, I went full, like, bold it out. <laughs> the <Not dugout>. nice. <laughs> the uh, second thing that was I uh, thought was really funny was uh, when Arsenal scored the winner, uh, Gabriel, who made up for his mistake yeah. after he dropped the bollock right. from a Mitrovic goal. Odegaard's fucking good, by the way. Is he? Yeah. Deflected goal, wasn't it? Yeah, no, but a step over to yeah. put his foot round it and, yeah. and shoot. Nah, he's, he's a good player. And he, he, he had a couple of a couple of great passes during that game. Yeah. Anyway. You're not going to uh, hear me give him too much yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel scores the winner and they go celebrate in the corner. Uh, <laughs> Simchenko's on the side. He's either been subbed or he was a sub during the game. Can't remember. And he had like a black Arsenal tracksuit on. Yeah. Uh, like warm-ups. And the cel- he's celebrating with the team, and the steward grabs him, thinking like a he's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Pushes him into the stand. And tries to hook him off the, the yeah. Tries to hook him off the pitch. I like that. The Arsenal players had to remind him that he. Uh, he was Do you a know what would be better if he'd have gone and sat in the stand? Like that, yeah, no, yeah. Fucking just go sit next to the fans. I'd have gone along with it. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, he just sort of pushed her off. And <laughs> the players are like calm the steward. That's why you need the Jimmy Bullards of the world back because right. he would have gone along with it. Definitely. All right, half time. We're back in a minute.
we're back barely barely Tom, Tom got sleepy he drank a coffee a large coffee and he's more tired than when he, before he got it bit of a strange order to be fair <laughs> what did Toasted you get vanilla <laughs> oat <laughs> milk blonde espresso you didn't order that at a place did you I just said give me something tasty <laughs> that, that's just a cup of sugar there's no coffee in it it's crashed me <laughs> yeah because you're a sugar high I'm mostly fucked <laughs> <laughs> well that, that's good welcome to the second half that's the this is sort of levels we're going to be getting in the second half from Thomas yeah a little bit low a little bit low I'll raise it well let's cheer you up a little bit let's talk about Spurs they've got a decent win away at Forest we've been on the exceptionally mediocre but we're unbeaten three wins and a draw and, so, your, and your man's your, man, your main man's firing and that's what you want to see right he's got four or five already this Harry season Kane. yeah he never scores in August Mr Penn did miss a pen yeah sloppy little Henderson's penny. very good at saving penalties his record's outrageous Kane has scored Fucking his previous 20, he scored his previous 21 yeah and that's, it's a good save I think a commentator literally said Kane scored 21 straight and I was like he's going to miss it I did I did enjoy that ball I think it was uh, who's the left back was was in should have squared it for the second goal should have squared it to Kane didn't waited Perisic. too long no it wasn't Perisic ball comes Sessignon Sessignon mm-hmm. yeah should, should have squared it yeah, to Kane yeah. Kane's fuming ball goes back out yes, to Richardson and Richardson outside of the right boot outrageous S- fucking can- cross scandalous cross scandalous cross um, going back to the Henderson what did you make of uh his little hat it looks a little bit like your back of the net hat it was like <laughs> which a, are now available on a healthy obsessions <laughs> website get on there and buy it nice yeah. hat buy some me and Tom need, need, we need money what do you for shit <laughs> keep saying for me. Tom's coffee. keep saying me yeah <laughs> I've got to buy some real coffee um, $20 latte what did you make <laughs> and they make me tired um, what did you make of the hat that he bought because obviously he put on the hat for the second half because of the sun and like you don't often see a, a, a goalkeeper wearing an old school cap keepers don't Clip. wear hats much anymore Clip. Clearly, that he'd gone at half time. Sun's gonna be in my eyes, and the kit man's had to nip off to the club shop and just go give me a fucking hat because it's just got a little Nottingham Forest logo on it. Yeah, I, did, I quite like it. It was quite nostalgic. I liked how he was uh, almost like gladiator esque. <laughs> like, are you not entertained? Gladiators is making a comeback. What gladiators? Gladiators. BBC Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. Was that, was that your favourite? Hunter. Everyone loved Jet. Jet. Yeah. May or may not follow Jet on Instagram. <laughs> How's she doing? Rumours. She's doing all right. <laughs> She's all right. Yeah. Still uh, keeping it together. Playing a lot of flashbacks, to be fair. She's not involved in the uh, reboot. No. But Wolf is. Wolf is. Hunter is. Jesus, Hunter must be about 75 years old. They're all 75 years what old. The, what about the referee? Jim. What was his name? Jim something. Gladiators. Are you ready? Gladiator. Ye. Contender. <laughs> ye. Will go on my first whistle. Sensational. Gladiator. You will go on my second whistle. Sensational. Three, two, one. Sorry, I'm going to keep going. Tra- Travelator was, uh, was intense. It was just running on a, literally running on a treadmill. Yeah, but it was against the. It was very steep. It was. Yeah. I like the climbing wall. Yep. Where they'd absolutely like you'd see the contender go. What was the one and with the, the draw would with scale stick. it? Oh, the um, yeah, where they batter each other. That was good. I was going to buy that for the swimming pool. You can buy them on a uh, on Amazon. Ooh, you didn't. You should have got that yeah, for the summer. Maybe next year. It would have been. A, it would have ended in tears. It's cooling off. Are you still swimming? Uh, you know what I bought a couple of days ago. So mm. when we were gone, our pool. I'm cheap, as everyone knows. So I bought a hundred dollar <laughs> pool cleaner when we first moved in, and the pool ate it. 
Like the, the the salt in the pool, the chlorine literally ate it. So it's got holes in it everywhere. So when I got back, the pool was very dirty. I've been away for three, four weeks. Pool was fucking an inch deep in dirt. It's like shit. So I went down the old uh, Leslie's pool shop and spoke to the guy. He tried to sell me on a robot that would memorize the pool and clean it. And he told me the price and I laughed. Oh, what was it? Two grand? Like, it was about two grand. I was like, you having a wind up? The, the previous one I had was a hundred dollars, mate. What was the know la- your audience. What was the last thing you paid over a thousand dollars for? Uh, probably house. <laughs> <laughs> probably the house. You buy a house. House, maybe the car. <laughs> that I, don't spend, I don't spend money on things. Anyway, I, bet, so. I bet even your flights weren't a grand weather because you get the red eye. No, no when I got direct into England, to be oh, fair. You did, you so did. They, they were still, I think they were under a grand. <laughs> <laughs> still on the, off the bargain bin. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a cheap bugger. Anyway, so I got a new pool pump, so... <laughs> Got that whipping around this weekend, so pool's pool very, so, so the pool looks unbelievable now. Not a, not a shred of dirt. Just in time for you not to be able to swim for six months. I dipped my foot in and it was like a jacuzzi, and I went, "Nah, not getting in there." <laughs> so I've now paid all this money for a fucking pool pump, well, pool cleaner. I don't even want to get in it. Is it what? Is it still too hot? It's warm. Is it? It's hot in the pool. Cool off in like a month. Yeah, and then I'll then I'll say it's too cold. Too cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world to have at your house. Pointless. I would never have a house again with a swimming pool. I would. Would so you? I, I just, just for the, just for the one time a year, I go. I fancy a swim. Yeah, and you have, you have people over for July pool. It's cost me thousands of dollars a year yeah. to maintain that swim. One. Would you ever pay three thousand dollars to go swimming? You wouldn't. No, and if, I certainly. At wouldn't. least if you live in like an apartment or a condo, and it's just there, and you can yeah. it's cleaned for you, you can just go and it. use it whenever you want. Yeah. I wouldn't pay a tenner to go swimming. No, I'd pay a fiver. I, no, I would pay nothing. And now I do. Anyway, so yeah, pool's unused but very clean. So anyway, Gladiator's hat. I did, yeah, I enjoyed the nineties nostalgia. I liked how he was so pumped up, Dean Henderson. He was sort of getting, he was, he was fist pumping up to someone in the stands. Then he was going around the crowd raising it, and then he conceded again and shut up. And then they lost two 0 Yeah, fantastic. That Forest team is unrecognisable from the team that got promoted yeah, bizarre it is nuts swept it Th- out they had to do some of it because they they had a load of players on loan in yeah. the championship winning or promote promotion season uh, so they had to re- you can't not sign players but yeah. that's an entirely new squad they're, and they're a good team they're a decent team they, they, they were hard done by against Spurs like I said Spurs were bang average I thought they had periods where Forest were by far the better team mm. um, but at that level Harry Kane Rich Allison they're the difference makers that win you and lose your games and that's the difference between three points and a point so Forrest are 14th they're on four points Spurs are in third yeah. they're about to play probably in an, yeah, an hour an West hour Ham time an hour. Yeah. West Ham in an hour so, so we we'll get beat there you get beat off West Ham yeah, there for sure. they're getting in their stride after well, a 1-0 win yeah I think they're fi- they're, they're, they're going to need tonight to get themselves back on track <laughs> otherwise Moyes might be in a bit of bother um, quick one on the Spurs West uh, Spurs uh, Forest game what did you make of uh, our boy Richardson's uh, juggling? The show, showboating. Showboating. <laughs> I'm okay with it, but once you get twatted... He took the twatting, fair enough. You take the twatting. I think if you're going to do that kind of thing at any level and you get blasted, you've got to take it. I think you can't uh, be upset about it. It is quite... F- for me, as a Spurs fan, you love it because he's like... Uh, he's, he's, he's a dick, but he's our dick. 
He's a shit house, but he's our shit house. And that's like Br- Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. Bruno Fernandez is a complete shit bag. I hate him, but uh, it's place for your team. It's all right. It's all right. You, you live of course. with him. What was funny is uh, I like characters. You want characters like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, we had Lamella. I like Richarlison. Lamella was our shit house, mm. and when he was gone, it was like, oh, who's going to be the knob? I think Richarlison's a bigger knob. Mm-hmm. But what I like about Richarlison is he's, he's active on social media. Do you remember last year with the whole uh, Champions League stuff where it was a uh, Rich Arlison was the bus driver and the bus driver never showed up to pick up Liverpool fans and he was retweeting it with his face as a bus driver and he gets involved he doesn't he, lo- he lobbed the uh, flare didn't he yeah. lob a flare he, he's <laughs> all the away end but uh, Dietmar D- D- Hamann who I don't know why he's got any business being on Twitter no one cares about wh- you mate. whatever DD um, he posted nothing to do with showboating should have been booked for unsportsmanlike conduct and restarted with a free kick to Forrest fuck that's, off that's what bore off you boring bugger <laughs> you, oh, you, did, you, did, you did a couple of keep your keys so I'm going to so give you a yellow it's the most middle aged man thing I've boring. ever heard from but, a football pundit but, but, fuck but, off but Richarlison has replied to the tweet and just put cry more with a crying uh, face <laughs> fair play amazing I like that, that come on like it, football has become so sanitised over the last decade that it's like like any anybody that has a bit of personality is completely like chastised. Like, oh, want, why are you enjoying yourself? I Fuck want, off. I want creative celebrations back. Do you remember when the NFL banned celebrations? So stupid. Like, like Premier League. I want like so in training yesterday with the college teams two days ago. We we made it mandatory that if you scored, there had to be a celebration. Otherwise, it wouldn't count. Loved it. There were some right celebrations coming out. I think there should be more. Not just run to the crowd and slide on your knees and jump on each other. Like, right. Give me some coordination. Get the old school Brazilian samba going again. Yeah, or Adibayor where he sprinted yeah. from one end of the ground to the other in front of the Arsenal right, fans. Right. Just bring it. Like, I want to see some celebrations. Yeah, come on now. Get, I don't even care about it. that. I care about fucking personalities. Like, even in the post-match interviews, they're like, it's just a bit of personality to yeah. it. These guys are young men that are playing at the highest level of a sport in the world yeah. i want to see a little bit of flavor yeah give me something entertain us it's yeah. an enter entertain us. sport is entertainment give right. us give us a show so west ham got a one nil win away at aston villa villa slippery slope time tom close game to be fair i think uh four nails was the difference after the game Moyes said that that was a game that could have gone either way gave a lot of credit to villa i think west ham mm. were the better team i think gerrard's in a bit of hot water a lot of Villa fans very unhappy with their start. I mean, you look at them, they are now... They're in soapy bubble. They're three, in trouble. Th- three points from four games. I think they play... Arsenal away on Saturday. Is that their next one? Yep. You know, that doesn't get any better no, for No, you know what? You know, that's, uh, that's today. Today. They play so Arsenal in, away in 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Mm. I mean, Gerard's got to go there and get something out of the game. Because they go there and then they are... Then they're at City. They're at City at home. So that could be another two losses if they're going <laughs> today. City at home, and it doesn't get. Then they go Southampton. And Southampton are decent. So he's Gerard has got a really critical few games. Him and Lampard. Yeah, could both be binned off. Lampard with a point away at Leeds. I think you'll always be okay with. Only got a point away. at Brentford, so that's two 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 away points at two difficult grounds yeah. to go to this week. But they play Liverpool on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But you'll likely get a pass for that. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. You know, they just look like a, uh, a relegation squad. That that team looks like a relegation team. You know that that Gordon. I don't know if you saw it. He didn't Gordon, get. He was brilliant yesterday, wasn't he? He's very good. Yeah. And uh, he chucked his shirt into a crowd, and a dad dropped his child <laughs> sure. to grab the shirt, and the steward got it into it. Got into it with the dad. Really? Yeah, it was for brilliant. dropping his kid. Yeah. Would you drop your child to get Harry Kane's shirt? 
Yeah, not a doubt. <laughs> get away from your kid. You can always pick up your kid. You don't get a second chance at Harry Kane's shirt. You know what I mean? Think about the priorities. Fair. Kids, children bounce. How young was the kid? Children bounce. What, like the bones aren't I'm fully like... fucking basketball. How, how old is he? I don't know. He was little. Yeah, bone, bones heal. He was little. Bones heal. And they're soft as well. Should we talk about a quick, quick win for Man United? Yeah, go on. They failed to do what uh, Chelsea couldn't do yesterday. So Chelsea lost 2-1 yesterday at Southampton. Yeah. Southampton looks convincing. Another uh, goal for Raheem Sterling. Though. Yeah, he's, he's getting on the score. 3-2. Three, three yeah. He scored a lovely goal at the weekend against Leicester. Yeah, he did score a very nice goal. That's a beauty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Chelsea fell against Southampton. Uh, Koulibaly failed to win the ball in the air less than uh, Martinez did for Manchester United. He's a bit shy, Koulibaly. Well, yeah. He got sent off a couple of weeks ago. Mm. He's not, I'm not sold on him. No, and, and uh, yeah, the, the statistic though that Martinez won five out of five aerial duels and everyone's been slagging him for being small. Koulibaly and I forget the other centre back that went there, uh, yeah, they won like two out of five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, you've got a. a it's just anything. It's yeah, I was any gonna say, you'll, you'll take anything you any can. Any positive. Just one go on record, a uh, friend of the show, Tim Corcoran, is calling me. Corky, mm-hmm. I apologise, I'm on the air. You've tried calling me five times this week, I've tried calling you three, I'll get back to you. So you owe him two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call, I'm going to call him twice really quickly and hang up on the first ring. Yeah, so then it's 5-5. Five, five. Five, five. There you go. I will not. Then we're going to play this game. You, you love uh, two phone calls on a row, though. Yeah, I do. Well, I'll update you on this corky saga Friday. Why, why is that? Why do you like, ring people twice in a row? Well, because yours goes straight to voicemail because you put it on Do Not Disturb. Right. And then I have to call, But when you... That's the cheat. <coughs> if you call twice in quick succession, the second one rings. Is it? Because it thinks it's an emergency. Yeah, but now it's Boy Who Crowd Wolf. Like, I know you don't really need anything important. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll call you three times if I need to. All right, so the hat tricks if it's <laughs> the building's burning down. Uh, so, yeah, United uh, got a 1-0 win. Not much of a game, really. It was it was a pretty dull affair. United uh, not very impressive after the Liverpool game, but the goal was very good. Very well taken. Yeah, it was. Good first-time finish. I thought he was going to bring it down. Uh, tough place to go as well. Southampton it, been playing well. well. Of course you're going to say it's a tough place to go. But you said Southampton were going to get relegated. Southampton have been playing well this season. Listen, they just won at Leicester. They just beat Chelsea. 34 games to go, mate. You Calm still down. think they're going down? Chill out. You still think Southampton going down? Yeah, Hasselhutton buzzing. It'll, I can see Premier League years when it comes back. It rolls around 2022, 2023. Southampton off to a flyer. Hasselhutton finally defeats Chelsea. And then they go on to lose 18 in a row. Something like that. Down they go. Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, so you're not, next up for Man United is at home, to, uh, excuse me, away to Leicester on Thursday. Which, Brendy Rogers, he's on thin ice. Man. The lot manager's on thin ice at the moment. Rog- Rogers has got to be up there, though. He's, over, he's overdue for me. <laughs> yeah, and he's, and they need freshening up there, don't yeah. they? Um, it's amazing how football changes, because United, 10 days ago, not even, maybe less, were like, doomed and nightmare, and now you've had two wins on the bounce. And everything's looking up. Nobody's even talking about you now. Nobody cares. Well, no, and, and if United, like Chelsea, have had a bit of a wobble, yeah. and now Chelsea are in the crosshairs. It's just everyone likes talking about United, isn't it? It's still the news story. What a fickle sport it is. Oh, it is. So we're eleventh in the league right now. Look at you flying, flying back where you belong. <laughs> One place above Liverpool. Who <laughs> are on five points? Jesus, it's not right, is it? Scandalous. All right, you got anything else you want to talk about for the footy? Uh, no, should we talk about the the fun story? Yeah, talk about. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Go on, Have we got need... a hot topic button still. Yeah, go on. Let me, let, me try, let me try and find it. Hot topic. Hey, what is it? Hot topic. It's back. 
Oh yeah. Well, we got we got loads of stuff that we need to start with. Like we need to start doing a Q and A again because you were messing around at the beginning of the season in fucking Europe or wherever you oh, were. Oh, sorry, mate. On pro. Look at that. Um, the hot topic is your unprofessionalism. Get your finger off that button. You're going to press it again, Max. A Bamiang as Bamiang's been robbed in his home. Has he? Yeah, and he got his jaw broken. Jesus, it's not good, is it? I, don't, I mean, I don't like him, but you don't want that to happen to anyone. Fafana has gone to Chelsea. I don't think that was official the last time we recorded. No, there you so go. he's gone. Good. Yep. Uh, go on. So you want to talk about um, the Pogba? Paul, I shouldn't really laugh, but it's <laughs> fucking crazy. The story is crazy. Breaking news: Paul Pogba was taken hostage. Or was that a bit of a exaggeration? Uh, well, the headline was Paul Pogba has paid £85,000 to extortionists who demanded £11 million from him. Imagine the negotiation. So he's stuck in a room with some extortionists mm. who said, we want £13 million. And he, mate, by the way, he should be a, someone should hire him, he should be a footballer, he should be a negotiator, because you get him down from £13 <laughs> million to eighty-five grand. It's quite an aggressive drop, but I also... It, it, well, this is a kidnapping. They took him to an apartment in Paris with a th- assault rifle. Which is horrific. Yeah. That's traumatising. We're not making light of it, but outstanding work to get him down to 85 grand. They wanted money for protection services, which date back as long as 13 years ago. Two armed men claiming they have pet- they have been protecting Pogba discreetly. <laughs> to use that Adam I've actually been your security for the last 10 years <laughs> yeah. you don't know about it because that's how good I am I know that stalkerish Ga- that, but guys like that I think there was there was a similar stories with like Sterling Rooney like lads that they'd grown up with in dodgy areas that are like care of you. yeah well we looked after you when you were young even though they didn't yeah. and then they come back and say oh by the way we, now you're, you're famous always. yeah you owe us 50 <laughs> zillion quid 13 mil but we'll take 85 grand right but it gets this, this story gets uh, this story gets stranger so French outlet RMC said that Pogba had paid them an 85 grand to save time and satisfy the extortionists, but they eventually returned to demand the 11 million. Pogba has been at the centre of an alleged blackmail plot, with details first emerging after his brother Matthias posted a video to social media promising to reveal explosive revelations about his brother. That's that's not nice, is it? So, so I've got two parts there. Number one. The extortionists have left with 85 grand, got in the car and gone, fucking hell, we've done a terrible deal. Turn around, we're going back, we need the 11 that we agreed upon. Yeah, like, lads, <laughs> yeah, that, in the car. that's too heavy of a discount. We would have taken, yeah. say, like, six mil. Yeah. Imagine no, me, me, and you, me and you are the extortionists, we get in the car and you're like, Tom, 85 grand, what have you done? Pogba's, like, it's not even a week's wages, oh. it's like a third of his week's wages. He's not even emptied his wallet. <laughs> Take his watch as well. It gets it gets more crazy. A statement signed by his lawyers, <coughs> his mother, Yo Moriba, and current agent Rafael Pimenta said the videos were no surprise and were in addition to other threats and extortion attempts. Jesus. One of the threats that the World Cup winner told investigators was the claim that he had asked a witch doctor to cast a spell on PSG forward Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> Wait, what? Pogba denies those claims. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, so this is wild. There's too much to unpack here. Tom, if you could put a curse on any one player with witchcraft, who would you put it on? Who would have put a curse on? Yeah. With one who Who do you dislike that I'm much? Not, I'm not a witch doctor and I would never curse anyone. Well, it's just a bit of fun, mate. Boring You're not answer. actually gonna do it, you fucking bore. <laughs> Maybe I've got the powers. Maybe I've already cursed someone. Well, I reckon we could find a witch to do it. Let me think. 
You can find a witch. Definitely. Just knocking about. I would have done it to Gerard back in the day. Stick a post on Craigslist. <laughs> or, or next door app. Definitely. Witch wanted. Witch wanted. To I bet you'd get, do you know what? If you actually put that out there, I bet you'd get some nibbles, some I replies. Be, I bet you meet some interesting people. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you don't pay up, you're getting cursed. Uh, interesting. So, wait. So, Pogba's gone to a witch doctor. Because I heard that he'd also ask the witch doctor to pr- give him protection from injuries, which clearly didn't work. But... He's also asked them to curse Mbappe. Why Mbappe? What's Pogba's... They're playing the same national team. Both play for France. This obviously some beef there. Sources in Paris confirmed on Sunday that an investigation had opened in which they were looking into an attempted extortion from an organised gang in which Pogba's older brother and childhood friends are all suspects. Jesus, his family have turned on him. Mateus denied those claims in a furious Twitter outburst saying, Paul, you wanted me to shut me up, to lie and send me to prison. I suspected it and now it's true. My version of the facts happened unlike yours. Oh my God. (laughs) Mate, this happened to Adebayor years ago. So his family wanted money and they just, he didn't give it. So they just started extorting him and throwing him under the bus. Imagine how sad that is. That's awful, isn't it? Horrible to deal with. I'm not a Pogba fan, but that's awful. Yeah. Your own family and friends are turning on you and extorting you. I mean, what a, what a miserable place to be. These are his childhood friends who said that since he's become financially wealthy, they, he's refused to help them. Uh, he told investigators that he never hesitated to help his friends until January last year when he asked a friend to leave his house in Manchester after realising the individual had used him and stole his credit card and used 200,000 euros Jesus on his credit card. Christ. <laughs> By the way, if if my credit card went missing, I would pretty quickly realise it's gone and realise that 200 grand... I mean, again, it's, it's a week's wages for it. <laughs> yeah. That, but, Jesus. But, but yeah, but like your mates just pinched your card and used it 200 grand. I wonder what you spent the 200 grand on. Witch doctor. Like, witch doctors. Witch doctors. <laughs> <laughs> a witch doctor to put a spell on Pogba. Who's the witch doctor that got business from Paul Pogba? I bet it's that lady from back in the day. Remember Cleo? <laughs> Cleo, <laughs> Cleo, the psychic on late night television. Or Mystic Meg. Mystic Meg. In the, yeah. In the sun. That's crazy. Can you imagine being a witch? Who, who's the witch doctor? <laughs> who, like, I've got, I've got an appointment at twelve. Who is it? Unknown. And then it's like, wait, you're Paul Pogba. Yeah. What's your rates? Um. 10 grand an hour? Yeah. Is that is that all right? 20 grand an hour? Yeah. I'm going to want to put a curse on Kylian Mbappe. That one's going to cost you. I know. That's not cheap. Why Mbappe? Yeah. That's just mad. <laughs> what? What's about, Mbappe doing? I was just thinking about Papa waking up in the morning. What are you doing today, Paul? I'm going to stick a curse on Mbappe. Yeah. What? He didn't pass to me in training. <laughs> it's it's not right. Mind is it? blowing. No, it's not. It's not right at all. I'm going to start. I might. Let's seek out a witch doctor. Me and you will take out all our enemies, all of our targets. I don't want to mess around with that kind of stuff. I'm no. not superstitious. No. Well, is it superstition though? I don't know. Or is it science? <laughs> it's the opposite of science. I'm going to be googling witch doctors today. Have you got any final thoughts for this before we wrap up? Um, I mean, where? No, I don't. Should end there. I'm thinking about witch doctors. And I'm also thinking Let's about that song. Who are Ting Tang Walla Walla Bing Bang? Wasn't that about Witch Doctor? Or the band was called The Witch Doctors or something like that. Do you remember that? Witchcraft. No, Bewitched. That's Bewitched, but I'm thinking about a different song. I'll play it next ting, week. Ting Tang Walla Walla Bing Bang. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Ting Tang Walla Walla Bing Bang. Email if you know the artist. What was that song? <laughs> I swear they were called The Witch Doctors. <laughs> I can't remember. Alright. We will be back on Friday. We yeah, did a little preview on Friday. Yeah, football's yeah. coming thick and fast. So is the shows. Um, we're gonna have some bets for you next week. I think is you it September. This, you keep saying next it, week. It doesn't kick off till September. You keep saying next week. It starts in September. I've heard this story. I before. said it starts in September. If it's not on in September, 
A curse coming your way. Yeah, <laughs> a curse on your podcast. Should we do? Should we do a uh, live witchcraft? <laughs> we'll get a witchcrafter on the pod. Oh my god! Put a, put a hex on Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. I can't do any more of this. All right, cheers for listening, everyone. Our Healthy Obsession show brought to you by Sports Small Goal Soccer. And get in touch with us on socials and uh, go and buy a hat. So yeah. me and Tom can buy some lattes. Or witch doctors. Cheers. Cut the curses.